Welcome back to one more. At the bar with me, as always, is my lovely co-host, Tommy. Hey, so, uh, we were gonna, we were gonna have a third, uh, shouts out, uh, Cirque Slob, he was gonna be on with us, uh, unfortunate he couldn't join, but that's okay, uh, we will have him on at a later date, uh, that is, that is a good plan for us. How you been, Tommy? Drinking beer, recording podcasts. That's a good. That, that that's a good Tommy. Ten out of ten. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Have you uh, done anything new lately? Anything exciting? Got my hair cut. Ah, yeah, yeah. You did show me that today, and I saw you posted it on Instagram. So. For those who want to check it out, check it out. It's my new profile picture. Yeah. On my private account. Oh. You you can't find it then. Sorry. Out of luck. Asha Clan's username, then you can find my Instagram. Yeah. I uh I, I edited my Instagram as well today. Uh, I took yeah I took all my posts down. And uh, I'm uh, starting the progress of turning it into the uh, podcast uh, Instagram. I figure, yeah, I figure I, I get on there pretty much at least once a day. I can, uh, I can make it into something uh, efficient instead of something inefficient. Your spirit animal is a toad and you really love shiny things. Uh, that reigns true, no matter what. I can't I, argue with I... I do you know what your spirit animal is? Like, if you had to choose one that just really resonated with you? I don't know. Benny, what animal am I most like? That's I think a... this is way more fun. <laughs> There's a lot of answers that I could choose that are just absolutely cruel. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Um... A peacock. The peacock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why a peacock? Uh, you're you're very. Uh, you're a very proud person. You know, you have a, you have a way about you that's a. I don't know. It's it, it's hard to describe, other than loud. You have a very loud persona, and uh, I feel like a peacock is a good example of that. You know, you just uh. You're always attracting, you know, you're always attracting something. And, uh, you know, you, you, uh, a peacock's plumage, they use it to attract mates, but they also use it as a, uh, uh, deterrent for uh, predators because of the eyes and the feathers. Uh, yeah. And I think that your loud personality is both a self defense mechanism. But also, a key a key character point in how you find, you know, love. And okay. uh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's very deep. I was also gonna say toucan because you have a big fucking nose. <laughs> <laughs> the hairs were. That's what I. <laughs> 
I also had Anteater on the on the mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe if I did coke, Anteater Anteater would be a fitting solution. You do do coke, just only in hospital situations. <laughs> oh yeah, forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, just numbed my whole fucking face. Kind of fun. Yeah, there's a um, there's a small business in. Uh, Canada, I saw a post for that is uh, looking to legalize cocaine in uh, uh, a medically uh, restricted sense. You know, a lot like uh, artificial marijuana. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, be on the lookout for that, I suppose. Get. get I will do medical coke yeah. ever again. The stuff I had was just used as a numbing agent, but if it actually gets you high, I'm good. Well, I I think uh, I think it's called I think it's called bump. I think it's called bump, and it's like a uh, it's like an artificial cocaine that they well not artificial but like controlled cocaine. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just saw one article about it. I don't think it has any. Uh, structure to it yet, but if I can go to Canada, I'll do some coke. There you go. Go to Canada, do some cocaine. You know, it's called the Great White North for a reason. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Try anything twice. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you're not going to get bump? No, I will give it a bump. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's its namesake, after all. That's how you do coke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking podcast. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> what do you think my uh, spirit animal is? Do you think that the toad is true to me, or? Um. Yeah, the toad is fairly accurate. Yeah. No, that's a fairly accurate. I'm trying to think of some other animals, but you... I mean the toad tracks mates by its you know vocals and like how it you know communicates so yeah it's very you never said what yours was by the way you just allowed me to choose shit what's an animal that doesn't give a fuck there's one that's known for it but it's slightly caring there's one that's known for that what is it the honey badger. The honey badger? No. No, I'm not that ruthless. Honey badger don't give no fucks. They don't give no fucks. Shout out to all the people that actually get that reference from back when that was actually something that was popular. <laughs> hmm. I want to be a fucking... It's a hard choice. I have a couple in mind. Mm-hmm. If I had to choose my animal, it'd be a fish of some kind. A fish? Fish. Now, are you saying fish and meaning all aquatic life, or are you saying fish and meaning fish? I'm saying fish and meaning fish. I'm just trying to decide which fish I would think I would be. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't think I'd be a tuna. Definitely not a tuna. 
Maybe, wanna, maybe a salmon. I, no, I would want to be a bridal shiner. A bridal shiner. Yep. I don't think I've ever seen one of those. Little creek chub, pretty much. Bigger than a creek creek chub, but same sort of fish. Oh, why? Because <laughs> <laughs> they just live in creeks and live their own peaceful life. That, that's what I would want to do. That's huh. what I want. It doesn't happen. You want to live in a creek? I would. If I could, huh. I would be a problem. Any oh. day. Okay. Or fucking raging hell on America. Or a what? Or a carp. Ah. And just hell on America. Yeah. You know those fish that jump out of the water on the Mississippi River? Uh-huh. Yeah, those are carp. Yeah. Asian carp. Yeah. 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 The, you know, it's the U.S. military spending millions of dollars to fight. Yeah. That's carp. Yeah, I and know. I actually, yeah, no. Anarchy. Fuck it. Carp. I want to be... A, I've seen... Twice. I've seen videos of a fisherman. They're they're going out and they're you know living their best life fishing, and then they pick up one of those things and they're like, "Oh, hey, you're invasive!" And then they slam it on the fucking rocks next to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. If you catch an invasive fish or an animal, you're supposed to kill it or turn it in. But if it's a fish, kill it, eat it. Yeah. Oh man, there's a so I was speaking of that, I was watching uh there's this podcast that I really like uh called Chuckle Sandwich. And um It's a beautiful podcast name. Shout out Chuckle Sandwich. Shout out Chuckle Sandwich. Uh it's it's ran by these two, you know, uh comedy gamer uh people. Uh one of them's name is uh, Jay Schlatt, the other one is Ted Nivison. And uh they have a, a third they had a third uh, host, uh, uh, Slimesickle, but uh, he decided to retire from the podcast. And they have a uh, an ongoing thing that is uh, that he's dead. But uh, anyway, they they introduced uh, a uh, their own Jamie, uh, and uh, his uh, I forget what his name is. Um, what is Chuckle Sandwiches, Jamie? Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But uh, they did a video where they were like... Uh, I forget what they were talking about completely. I don't know. Uh, but it got to the point where they were talking about European starlings. Okay. And uh, European starlings, uh, for those who don't know, very fucking invasive. Very invasive very bad for the environment uh they are constantly uh out you know fighting uh, other birds for food um and uh just awful 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 creatures and uh he was talking about um w wanting to kill them and he said that w one of the things that he would do if he had the opportunity was just go out and kill European starlings. Uh, just for fun. And I looked it up uh, here in the state of Missouri because, you know, laws are different between locations. Um, and uh, 
I believe I found out that uh, um, oh, shit. I found out that uh, you can you can kill European starlings in the state of Missouri uh, just on a whim. Yeah, just any animal you can. Yeah. Uh, well, I you, you, sometimes you want to make sure, and obviously there's rules based on where you're at, uh, how you're capable, yeah. and uh, we live. Nowhere. they don't care. You just gotta make sure. They care more about if you catch a native species or an introduced species. You gotta worry about the size and the regulations in that way. Yeah. Yeah, but really, they don't care. They do not. They do not care at all. <laughs> do what Missouri had their third bear hunting season oh yeah yeah black bears are mm. becoming a real problem in Missouri mm. wow population is rising by 35% a year I mean it's good but you know obviously yeah black bears aren't too bad it's just more if you come across a hungry one you're fucked because it's still a bear and it will still eat you but generally they eat you know little rodents and shit and they're not hungry enough to come at you Tucker and that's his name Tucker 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 mm-hmm. sorry I want to get a picture of a bear one day do it. I've yet to see a black bear in real life, though. Go to the zoo. You can see one there. No, that doesn't count. If I want to go to the zoo, I have connections, you know that. And I can just open up the zoo and go in the kangaroo and hit habitat and, like, feed the kangaroos and work at the zoo for a day for no reason. Then do it. I have before. Do it again. It was fun. Uh, Grasshopper, the kangaroo, tried to buck up to me. Did you buck back? Uh, no, because kangaroos are very sensitive and will have a heart attack if they feel scared. So will rabbits. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the best thing to do when a kangaroo bucks up to you is back off, but, you know, keep looking at it and stay firm, but, like, slowly back off and, like, circle around it, because then it will jump where you want it to go. Yeah. That's what I did. Wow. Uh, then the lady who takes care of the bobcats she was like normally I'd let you high five them but they haven't eaten today yet I was like well that's fair <laughs> fair enough so I high the bobcat yeah would have been dope as fuck that would have been and then uh, the guy who can get me in he takes care of the petting zoo mainly that's mainly his place Mm-hmm. I don't know when the last time you were at the zoo was but uh, I think I was hmm 10 oh shit he probably was still working there then but you would not know him no I don't go to the zoo because I don't like uh, I, ever since I learned that uh, uh, aquatic life in the zoo uh, specifically dolphins have a flaccid uh, a flaccid fin, um, be- um, because of how uh, domesticated they are. Uh, yeah. I've always been very anti 
zoo. Orca dolphins, same family, but orcas are more known for that. But the Springfield Zoo does not have dolphins or orcas. I know, I know. I've just been anti-all zoos after it, so. Zoos aren't bad. Zoos are trained professionals taking care of these things, you know, like. <laughs> they let you in the cage. <laughs> it's more for car- <laughs> most of the time. Zoos are instead of you know entertainment. Yeah. Like one my problem with uh, SeaWorld and stuff like that is it's not for conservation. It's for fucking entertainment, and that's where people get greedy and you know mistreat animals. Yeah, yeah, I I get that. Every I don't know. Animal. I don't know. I've just been. I'm pretty sure huge remaining population of the tigers that are still alive nowadays are in zoos and that's a big conservation thing so there's there's a positive to zoos yeah yeah i don't know i i just been i I, animals should be where they're supposed to be is just my thing yeah i think humans intervening is bad regardless but i believe we should protect the species that we have harmed oh absolutely like uh like one of the things, one of the, oh, go ahead. Yeah, that was my whole statement. I just, if zoos are the way to protect them, then zoos are what we gotta do. Yeah, I just uh, there there's some zoos that have like uh like polar bears, they have polar bears, and uh, I I know that it's good that they have polar bears just in case they need to repopulate polar bears, but um, polar bears are just one of those things you shouldn't fuck with. Yeah, polar bears should not be in hot climates. So if a zoo in a hot climate has a polar bear, the polar bear shouldn't be there. Did you hear about the thing where they're going to try to bring the woolly mammoth back? They've been trying that for some time now, haven't they? They have. I don't know how much you know about it, but they say they're going to have a woolly mammoth by 2025 or some shit like that. I don't think that that's necessary, but I'm glad they're trying. They actually... I looked into it, and woolly mammoths, with their behavior and everything, like, this is... They will help with global warming. They'll compact the ice in the polar uh, ice caps, right? Mm-hmm. Like, actually compact it and take down any foliage. So, like, anything, like, warming up the area, they just knock it down and kill it. It's just in their behavior, because they like colder climates, so they know to do that, and it's a food source for them, too. Hmm. Yeah. So they're actually going to, if they successfully bring woolly mammoths back to a decent population, that'll help global warming. Yeah. You know what else would help global warming? About. Hmm? Plus, it'll also make polar bears not as aggressive to people because they'll have woolly mammoths to hunt. Yeah. Unless the woolly mammoth kicks its ass. Well, you know fucking reason polar bears are so big is because they hunt. you know how big a polar bear is oh yeah they're like nine feet tall yeah and like fuck ton of weight and all they eat is meat yeah yeah so don't fuck with a polar bear <laughs> yeah but mammoths like are taller polar bear would be able to take out a mammoth woolly mammoths not, are massive yeah not easily but I feel like a polar bear could do it you also gotta think the polar bear's got like fucking two feet of fat on it too. 
Now so they're like, saying Woolly Mammoth in 2027. Yeah. Yeah. That same research group is going to try to bring back my favorite, the Thylacine. <laughs> awesome. Fuck yeah. And it's cool how they do it. Do you know how they do it? Uh, no, I don't know. It's basically like cloning. <laughs> Except for they take the DNA of the closest relative and then they like patch in woolly mammoth DNA to make it a woolly mammoth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the closest living relative to a woolly mammoth is an Asian elephant. Those are going extinct too. Mm-hmm. But they're going to use Asian elephant DNA to mix with woolly mammoth DNA. And then they're going to have a full woolly, woolly mammoth. Huh. <laughs> I think I would Fuck. be... I think I'd be scared that uh, poachers would go out and try and hunt the first woolly mammoth. Yes, that's why they're going to be on a reserve. Ah, being monitored. Yeah, and plus you got to remember for the the first couple generations of woolly mammoth, you got to monitor the offspring, if they can have offspring. Mm, That's a good question. Yeah, would they be able to or would it be entirely human manufacture? Exactly. There's going to be so many what ifs. You got to keep them in a range and like monitored <laughs> constant. Mm-hmm. Like you said, those tusks, poachers are going to come after those tusks. Oh, yeah. They're going to go after it just to say that they were one of the first people to kill a woolly, woolly mammoth when they came back. Yeah, they're going to have military protecting this animal. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. That's well. That's my piece of news. What do you got? Uh, what do I got? I don't have shit. You don't have shit. Mm. No, I don't have any news. I mean, I'm not really in the mood to talk about the whole Hamas Palestine Israel thing because. Yeah, no one cares about politics. Yeah, no one gives a fuck. I I say politics it's not politics at this point basic human decency yeah oh uh 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 xi jinping uh came to america uh to cal to california specifically yeah uh he announced that he wants to uh declare peace between us and them uh because we're both uh socioeconomic power and he wants to he wants to have those connections uh, as long as he's in office. So uh, if Joe Biden declares peace, uh, I mean, not like we were at war or nothing, but declares peace between us and China, uh, that'll be the first time that we're at. Uh, uh, do what? What? We're at a political war with China for sure, with Taiwan and everything in the South China Sea. Oh yeah, there is tension. But if they declare peace, I mean, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Taiwan is a a big, you know, uh, flex point right now, and um, of course the uh, Hong Kong uh, being a. Uh, watched so heavily under CCCP uh, or CCP CCCP 
One of the two? CC. Two Cs. Communist China. Uh, China's Communist Party. Uh... CCP. Uh... Uh... I don't know. It would be interesting to see if China and America could be peaceful. Yeah. Uh, I can't figure it out. I guess it's CCP. Yeah, it's two Cs. Chinese... Okay. Communist. Yeah, but when, when I look up CCP, I get the Community College of Philadelphia, and I don't think that that's an economic power. Okay, yeah, it's it's a CCP. Okay, I'm dumb. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, not, uh, Joe Biden is very divided right now as far as his intelligence is concerned. Uh, I won't get into... You know what? Fuck it. Uh, he He what? hugged he hugged uh, Netanyahu, the uh, prime minister of uh, Israel, and uh, it has made multiple uh, comments about backing him uh, you know, as, as a person. Uh, but uh, having, having a, a peace with China and uh, Xi Jinping uh, would be very helpful for us as far as uh, economic balance is concerned because um, I think personally uh, it would be uh, it'd be beneficial for, I mean, he's not a good person Xi Jinping is not a good person to be point blank honest uh, he is a leader uh, person. yeah no, no leader is a good person yeah <laughs> but uh no president, no king, no fucking nothing. Prime no. ministers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no one's a good person uh, if they hold a, some semblance of power because it, it always gets to them. But um, uh, he, him hugging China could mean good things for us because as it stands right now with the Russian-Ukrainian uh, war that's been going on, uh, China has been one of the closest ties to Russia, and uh, they could, uh, with those two, make a new axis, uh, stronger axis than last time. So if he can, if he can declare peace with China, and keep it that way long enough to make some sort of treaty or agreement, um then Russia would be completely uh, incapable of declaring any form of war because all that they would have is the Middle East. And uh, since there's a war going on there between Israel and Palestine, uh, that war is going to be the main focus of the Middle East. So it gives them literally nobody. Yeah. Um, So... See, I'm torn between it. Cause what are you torn? What are you torn about, buddy? Is America just going to forgive all the, you know, war crimes and the fucking, like, human rights violations that China has done just for an economic partnership? Uh, 
That's a great question. I'm I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe they will. Maybe they'll they won't rely on China, and this is all just a political like thumbs up. Well, pat a, on the back. According to according to CNN, which obviously take uh take any news source as yeah yeah uh, uh he u.s by uh, president joe biden said wednesday he still believes chinese president xi jinping is a dictator uh, even as the two leaders made progress in the relationship during a meeting outside uh in san francisco uh or outside san francisco uh, he goes on to quote, uh, be quoted as uh, saying, well, look, he's a dictator in the sense that he is a guy who runs a country that is communist, uh, that is a communist country that is based on a form of government totally different than ours. Uh, anyway, we made progress. Uh, when asked about Biden's latest comment at a Chinese foreign ministry briefing on Thursday, a spokesperson called it extremely erroneous and an irresponsible political maneuver, which China firmly opposes. Uh, what needs to be uh, pointed out is that there will always be uh, some people with ulterior motives uh, attempting to undermine China-U.S. relations. They will not succeed in doing so, uh, spokesperson Mao Ning said. Uh, National Security Council uh, spokesperson John Kirby uh, sidestepped a question about the Chinese response later on Thursday and focused on other parts of reporters' question. Uh, he said the president was feeling very good about the content of the discussion, uh, and uh, Beijing responded furiously over the summer when the president made a similar comment and compared uh, his Chinese counterpart to dictators in June. Uh, the reason why Xi Jinping uh, got very upset in terms of when I shot that balloon down and uh, with two boxcars full of spy equipment in it is uh, he didn't know it was there. Uh, and then he goes on to say, no, I'm serious. That's what a great embarrassment... Uh, that's what a great em embarrassment for dictators. Uh, or that's what's a great embarrassment for di dictators uh, when they didn't know what happened. Uh, the response from Beijing in June was swift and angry. The remarks seriously contradict basic facts, uh, seriously viola violate diplomatic etiquette, and seriously infringe on China's political dignity. Uh, and uh, see. skip, skip, skip. Uh, uh, Biden cultivated a deep relationship with uh, Xi Jinping during his time as vice president uh, and still appears to have a warm personal relationship, even as U.S.-China relations have since deteriorated. He even wished that China uh, Chinese leader's wife a happy birthday during their talks. Uh, and uh, let's see. Uh, China has no plans to surpass or unseat uh, the United States, and the United States should not scheme to suppress or contain China, uh, Xi said according to a readout released by China's uh, state news agency, uh, Xinhua. Uh, both sides should uh, understand each other's principles and bottom lines, not to make or stir up trouble or cross boundaries, but instead communicate more and have more dialogue and more discussions and handle differences and accidents calmly, uh, Xi said. Uh, the two leaders emphasized the need for mutual respect, peaceful coexistence, maintaining communication, and conflict prevention during the meeting, according to Xinhua. Uh... So it sounds like it's just uh, a bunch of conversation about making sure that neither of them step on each other's toes and uh, making sure that both of them uh, are generally at a mutual understanding of power and uh, 
maybe a little bit of flexing was done. Probably a lot of a little flexing was done. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have a perfect guest. He has no like notoriety, but like if you want political talks on a podcast, I have a perfect guy who could maybe hop on. Like tonight? Mm, probably not tonight. Who are you talking about? Mr. Dan Byer. Dan the man. I don't think I know him. You don't. Okay. He's an old co-worker of mine. Uh-huh. But he's very smart when it comes to politics and, like, all that shit. Hmm. Well, I don't want to turn this into a political podcast, but, no, but that was... If you want politics, then, like, hey, <laughs> like, we could make a, like, one little political episode. We could do that, yeah. Have him on, and then, like, that'd be dope. Maybe we could do it when uh, it comes down to final, uh, the final bit of elections. <laughs> Have, uh... Yeah. This dude will sit for hours and hours and talk about just all this shit. Yeah. All, every political you can think of, he'll talk about it. He knows about it. I think it'd be cool to have him on for the uh, the, the polls then. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah. See, uh, see what he says on the next uh, uh, next election, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, major uh, major bill passings like uh, the whole upturning of Roe v. Wade and stuff like that. Yeah. That could be cool. Oh, yeah. He would love that shit. Hell yeah, I'd we love to have always... him on for that shit. Uh, I'll save some of the stories for the pod if he comes on. But we would sit there for hours and argue with our manager about politics because like, he knew, like in a good knew... way or like a heated way, like uh get our manager heated so we get out of work for three hours <laughs> that sort of way okay yeah <laughs> so he can talk for politics for hours and it was just always the best because it was always funny as shit because he dad is more left wing mm-hmm. which I, I would say he's definitely more left wing but he doesn't identify with either party yeah, but he'll call everyone out on their bullshit, and it's fucking hilarious. I I can't wait to have him on at some point then. Fuck yeah! I'll shoot him. <laughs> Be like, hey, you want to come on the podcast? Son? Does he have a a way of doing all of it? Uh, probably. All right, cool. If not, uh, tell him. Uh, sound Soundcore Life Dot Three I earbuds are hella fucking cheap, and they work perfectly. But uh, while you're doing that, uh, let's see. What what else can we talk about? What else is prevalent? Uh, there you go. Boom. Send him text. Hell yeah. Uh. I don't know what else to talk about. <laughs> I thought you had an idea. Oh, I, I looked up entertainment news to see 
This is why we need editing, Benny. You know, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. Oh, dang. George Brown, one of the founding members, uh, and specifically the drummer of Cool and the Gang, died. Cool and the Gang. Yeah. Classic. Um, let's see. Uh, what do you have to talk about? I don't know. I I brought up the the you know political thing. You bring up something now. Hit me with it. Shit. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Justin Bieber lately. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are you uh, gonna Are you gonna get into the? the I am a believer. You you what? I'm a believer now. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Are you going to get into the uh, drama of his love life? No, I don't care that much. <laughs> his latest album, Justice, yeah. I've been listening to that. That's a fire fucking album. I'll have to check it out for sure. Definitely. Like, I, once he found his voice as an adult, that's, what was, that's when it all changed. Like, okay, Justin Bieber's actually a good artist. Yeah. He's no longer making, like, those shitty-ass childish love songs you know mm-hmm. yeah I know what you mean yeah you know what happened recently uh, I don't know if I tell me if I talked about it on one of the other pods but Omegle is done you told me privately you didn't talk about it well Omegle died uh, they finally closed its uh, closed its doors and uh, shut down the website and everything. You can even, you can even look it up. Uh, you, when you go to Omegle, uh, you can click on it, and what it says is, uh, "Dear strangers, from the moment I discovered the internet at a young age, it has been a magical place to me. Growing up in a small town, relatively isolated from the larger world, it was a revelation how much more there was to discover, how many interesting people and ideas the world had to offer." Uh, as a young teenager, I couldn't just waltz onto a college campus and tell a student, let's debate moral philosophy. I couldn't walk up to a professor and say, tell me something interesting about microeconomics. But online, I was able to meet those people and have those conversations. I was also an avid Wikipedia editor. I contributed to open source software projects, and I often helped answer com uh, computer programming questions posed by people many years older than me. In short, the internet opened the door to a much larger, more diverse, and more vibrant world than I would have otherwise been able to experience and enabled me to be an active participant in and contributor to that world. All of this helped me to learn and grow into a more well-rounded person. Uh, moreover, as a survivor of childhood uh, trigger warning, uh, rape, uh, I was acutely aware that any time I interacted with someone in the physical world, I was risking my physical body. The internet gave me a refuge from that fear. I was under no illusion that only good people use the internet, but I knew that if I said no to someone, they couldn't physically reach through the screen and hold a weapon to my head or worse. I saw the miles of copper wires and fiber optic cables between me and other people as a kind of shield, one that empowered me to be less isolated than my trauma and fear would have otherwise allowed. I launched Omegle when I was 18 years old and still living with my parents. It was meant to build on those things I loved about the internet, while introducing a form of social spontaneity that I felt didn't exist anywhere else. 
If the internet was a manifestation of the global village, Omegle was meant to be a way of strolling down a street in that village, striking up conversations with people you ran into along the way. The premise was uh, rather straightforward. When you used Omegle, it would randomly place you in a chat with someone else. These chats could be as long or as short as you chose. If you didn't want to talk to a particular person, for whatever reason, you could simply end the chat and, if desired, move on to another chat with someone else. It was the idea of meeting new people distilled down to an uh, to almost its platonic ideal. Uh, building, one, uh, uh, building on what I saw as the intrinsic uh, safety benefits of the internet, users were anonymous to each other by default. This made chats more self-contained, and it made it less likely that a malicious person would be able to track someone else down off-site after their chat ended. I didn't really know what uh, to expect when I launched Omegle. Uh, would anyone even care about some website that an 18-year-old kid made in his be uh, bedroom of his parents' house in Vermont with no marketing budget? But it came uh, more popular instantly after launch and grew organically from there, reaching millions of daily users. I believe this has something to do with meeting new people, uh, being a basic human need, and with Omegle being almost the best way to fulfill that need. As the saying goes, if you build a better mousetrap, the world will beat a path to your door. Uh, over the years, people have used Omegle to explore foreign countries, get advice about their lives from uh, impartial third parties, and to help alleviate feelings of loneliness and isolation. I even heard stories of soulmates meeting on Omegle and getting married. Those are only some of the highlights. Unfortunately, there are also lowlights. Virtually every tool can be used for good or evil, and that is especially true of communication tools, due to their, due to their innate flexibility. The telephone can be used to wish your grandmother happy birthday, but it can also be used to call in a bomb threat. There can be no honest accounting of Omegle without acknowledging that some people misused it, including to commit unspeakably heinous crimes. I believe in a responsibility to be a good Samaritan and to implement reasonable measures to fight crime and other misuse. That is exactly what Omegle did. In addition to the basic safety feature of anonymity, there was a great deal of moderation behind the scenes, including state-of-the-art AI operating in concert with a wonderful team of human moderators. Omegle, purchased, uh, Omegle punched uh, above its weight in content moderation, and I'm uh, proud of what we accomplished. Uh, and uh, Omegle's moderation even had a uh, positive impact beyond the site. Omegle worked with law enforcement agencies and the Na uh, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children to help put evildoers in prison where they belong. There are people rotting behind bars right now thanks, to the, uh, thanks in part to the evidence that Omegle proactively collected against them and tipped the authorities off to. All that said, the fight against crime isn't the only one that can... Uh, all that said, fight, the fight against crime isn't one that can ever truly be won. It's a never-ending battle that, you must, uh, that must be fought and refought every day. And even if you do the best job it is possible for you to do, uh, you may make a sizable dent, but you won't win in any absolute sense of that word. Uh, that's heartbreaking, but it's also the basic lesson of criminology and one that I think the vast majority of people understand on some level, even superheroes. The fictional characters that our culture imbues with special powers as a form of wish fulfillment and the fight against crime don't succeed at eliminating crime altogether. And uh, it goes on a lot longer than that uh, but uh, all of this being said uh, Leif K. Brooks the founder of Omegle uh, had to uh, sincerely apologize for uh, how Omegle had been used uh, towards the ends of it. Uh, it what had happened was a uh, uh, without getting 
uh, to uh, oh uh, how do I want to word it uh, it, it, without getting too depressing uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll say it that way uh, a uh, unfortunate series of events happened um, and there was a Uh, a lot uh, being put into a uh, lawsuit against Omegle uh, after uh, many, 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 many people uh, over the years, uh, including myself and uh, a lot of people that I know, uh, got on Omegle because, you know, they saw uh, YouTubers use it, right? Uh, they would, YouTubers would get on Omegle and they'd do funny videos where they uh, chat with random people and, you know, see what they see. Or, you know, there's uh, YouTubers like The Do or other people like that would who would play amazing guitar riffs and solos and, you know, do all sorts of really cool shit for people. Uh, there's even ones that did magic and uh, fantastic video editing that made it look like they were there when they weren't there or uh, whatever. And uh, uh, a lot of kids, like I said, um, myself included, would get on there and we would want to see these cool things uh, and uh, talk to these cool people. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, because of how people are, uh, there's a lot of people that got on Omegle that uh, went on there for uh, heinous, nasty reasons. And... Uh, one of those reasons was uh, uh, sex abuse and uh, you know uh, pedophilia and you know awful awful shit and uh, no a, one should be in. yeah that no one no one should be doing um, and it got to the point after fourteen years I can't believe it's only been that long fourteen years. Uh, of Omegle being up and running, uh, they had to shut down because uh, a lawsuit uh, went through, succeeded, and uh, got them terminated. Uh, unfortunately, what had happened was uh, there was a civil lawsuit that matched a 11-year-old child with a sexual predator. Um, and uh, it obviously turned into some pretty nasty shit from there. Uh, but, uh, as that was going on, uh, everybody who were, were capable, uh, added onto it. And, uh, it basically, basically became what I would consider like a second coming of the Me Too movement, uh, where, yeah. where people were speaking up and saying, yeah, this happened to me as well. Uh, and I, I myself included, was a part of that uh, unfortunate uh, side of Omegle, but, or Omegle. Uh, but it was... Um, was it? Honestly, that's the problem with Omegle. It's like, 
everyone got exposed to that. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't get on Omegle without some dude stroking his. Yeah. It, it, uh. Experience that have proper because of it, but like, just saying. That's, that yeah. was. It's bad that that became a stable of the app instead of something changing, you know? Yeah. It, it got to a point where, uh,. Yeah, it, unfortunately, with something like Omegle, uh, one of the things that they never, as far as I know, uh, incorporated was a report button, uh, so that you can, you know, uh, staple the IP address uh, and the conversation and send it to, uh, you know, one of their moderators that they claim to have. Uh, but uh, they never did uh, include that and. Uh, Again, as far as I know. And uh, it, it got to a point where it's like... Um, it, it got it got to a point where uh, seeing some dude, you know, uh, beating his meat was a... Like, like you said, it, it was just a part of the, of the website. And uh, uh, it got hard... Uh, uh, hard burned... Uh, it, what's it... Not hard burned. Uh, what's it? Uh, branded. It got branded uh, into uh, every user's brain. That's like, oh, you know, that's just something that I'm gonna see now. You know, whatever. Uh, and uh, there's there's other sites that you can go to where, um, yeah, you know, it's the exact same thing. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, that way. Yeah, Twitter. Uh, even though Elon, in his infinite wisdom, uh, said that he was going to make Twitter cleaner, uh, it apparently isn't. Uh, you know, I've been seeing a lot of talks of there being like hashtags that people will use uh, to specifically find, you know, uh, you know, other, you know, sex abusers and pedophiles and um, whatnot. Like, uh, I, I guess maps are a thing. MAP, minor attracted person, I think. Yeah. Which is fucked. It is fucked. Very fucked. Yeah. It's a... Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I feel like... I feel like getting rid of it is... It, it's all they can do. Uh, they can't... They they can't do anything beyond that. I mean, there's always going to make where there is one place for people to find heinous shit like that. There are twelve more. Yeah, uh, it's always chase. They're never going to fully get rid of it. Yeah, and that's one of the things that he said on his statement uh, on the Omega website was, uh, unfortunately, even with superheroes, they never fully get rid of crime. There's always something else. Um, but. Uh, you can, you can put them at bay, you know, like, uh, you can't, you can't get rid of roaches, but you can get them out of the house, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, are always going to be around. Yeah. So, like, you, you can, you can shut down Omegle, and, uh, I think one of the other ones that people used to use was, uh, Chat Roulette. Or I think there's a, you know, a bunch of other ones out there. 
you, you can get rid of them, sure, but there's going to be another one that's going to pop up. And, uh, you know, you can, like Elon, I think, is taking a, a stance against hashtags right now. Because um, yeah. I, I know uh, from personal experience as a, 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 you know, a sex worker, uh, hashtags are hiding people's content now. Uh, so they have to do unhashtagged and then hashtagged stuff as well so that they can hit both uh, feeds. But uh, he's taking a hard stance against them. Uh, and it's because of stuff like that, like the, the Matt hashtag that allows people to find the nasty stuff. Yeah. Or um, I think there's other ones. But... Uh, uh, what was I getting at? Oh, uh, you can get rid of a hashtag, but they're going to make another hashtag that'll do the same thing. And then after that one, they'll do another one. Like, if if you get rid of hashtags completely, it's not going to make a fucking difference. Because there's gonna find, they're going to find a way to find each other. Uh, right. If you use keywords or some shit like that. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, uh, all this being said, uh, I'm, I'm not upset that Omegle's gone. Uh, you know, I, I think that it had gotten to that point where it was just, uh, it, it had gotten to the point that it was mostly, it was mostly people using it for heinous crime. Uh, right. you, you couldn't find, like back in the day, uh, when I used to get on it, I would do... Uh, sometimes I would do the, the, the video ones, uh, but that was only when I had the house to myself, like I was homesick or something. Uh, I would do the video ones so that I could find people, but other other times I would use just the text chat. And uh, I would use uh, tags like, uh, like Green Day and, you know, Punk Rock and uh, you know, stuff like that. And unfortunately... Uh, using tags like punk rock was a double negative because <laughs> you have you know a whole bunch of pedophiles on Omegle but then you have the pop punk uh, subgenre that is a whole bunch of pedophiles anyway <laughs> like you got um... <laughs> oh shit what was his name um I think, oh, there was a pop punk artist that got in trouble for pedophilia recently. They're always getting in trouble, to be honest with you, but. Well, yeah, I mean, there's no winning. No, there's no winning. Absolutely none. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, here! Oh, here's a, a list of eleven that did that. Uh, let's see, you got. Oh well, okay, that one's. Oh, okay. Well, that that's you know. Uh, oh, that's that's R. Kelly. He's not pop punk. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that's not. Oh, that's Elvis. Okay. 
Okay. Well, none of those were. Okay. Well, uh, we're looking for. Nope. We we didn't find what we were looking for there. That was a whole bunch of people that are very very dead. Uh. <laughs> uh. Okay. Well, uh, my point being is that there's a lot of them. I. Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Jake uh, McElfrish uh, of Front Porch that he got in trouble. Oh, this was in 2015, but I had just found about out about it recently. Um, he got in trouble uh, uh, okay, so the, uh, apparently Uh, it was all on Tumblr. Uh, he he would get uh, naked pictures from uh, young girls uh, on Tumblr. And one of the uh, girls, aged 16, uh, said that she would give him at least 50 a day. Uh, yeah, at his request. And uh, there's... I don't know if it's... Uh, anything beyond allegation uh, but allegations still uh, every every allegation comes from a speck of truth uh, right. so there's probably some substanti uh, substantial evidence uh, to say that he isn't the cleanest of dudes um, but uh you know, it, it's a pop pop punk. You know, uh, I wouldn't even consider him pop punk. He is more like indie punk. But anyway, uh, in the punk genre, uh, what I'm getting at, uh, in the punk genre, it is a lot of hit or miss. Uh, are they a good person? Are they a good person still? <laughs> um, like uh. uh I know one of the uh, one of the people that is pop punk uh, is uh, MGK, uh, and uh, yeah, I have a I have a love hate relationship with him myself. Um, you know that better than fucking anybody. <laughs> uh, I I like his music, but him as a person. He's an asshole. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's technically pop punk. Uh, he has some allegations against him of being a, a pedo. Uh, and they're fucking valid. Uh, based. Uh, do what? They're based. Yeah. Ba is that a new term? That's a new term. It's something like, yeah, yeah. This, this dude... When it's like a undeniable, it's based. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, his allegations are based. That feels weird. 
he he went on air for a uh, interview. I can't remember with whom. Uh, I think it was MTV related. I don't know. Uh, but uh, he went on air for an interview talking about uh, one of the Kardashians, I believe. Uh, let me see if I can find it. I think it was Chloe. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, maybe it was a Jenner. Yeah, it was Kendall Jenner. Okay. Uh, so when he was 20 some odd. Um, let's see. Uh, let me see if I can find the beginning of it. Um, He's 31 now. Uh, okay, so he was 23. Uh, and, uh, okay, at the time, it was a Fuse interview, not uh, not MTV, a Fuse interview. Uh, he said, uh, the, the interviewer asked, who was your first celebrity crush? Uh, and the musician replied, I don't care who my first celebrity crush uh, was, because right now it's Kendall Jenner. And, uh, he said, uh, God damn, I've said that so many motherfucking times. I hope that I'm, uh, I hope that I'm snagging it. Uh, and he continued, don't let me move to LA. Oof, I'm finding her. Uh, the interviewer then chimed in to ask, are you counting down the days till she's 18? Uh, MGK replied, I'm not waiting till she's 18. I'll go now. I'm 23, dog. I'm not like a creepy age, you know? I'm 23, she's 17, and she's a celebrity. There's no limits right there. Uh, and he went on to list other musicians who have dated girls under the legal age limit, incre- including uh, Robert Plant, uh, uh, and then uh, uh, Axl okay. Rose, and uh, yeah. uh, what's a... Uh... In the legal gray area, I mean... What? It's a weird area. He's not wrong. I hate that I'm defending the guy. <laughs> but he's not wrong in the sense of, like... It's a legal gray area. He probably wouldn't get in trouble, but it's still not good. Yeah, that's not good at all. And plus, you have to take into consider the legal age limits of both the location she is, which is L.A., and then he says that he's not in L.A., so wherever he is at that time, uh, legal age limit there. Uh, plus, uh, you know, just because she's a celebrity does not make a difference. <laughs> Uh, and <laughs> go ahead. If anything, that hurts your case. Her being a celebrity, because that's very publicized. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, he probably wouldn't have gotten in trouble. But my personal morals, say the law probably wouldn't have cared. But my personal morals are like, no, that's fucked. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, not. They good. could have been to high school together, so it's like. They fall in that gray area. 
I don't. Uh, they they didn't go to high school together. No, they didn't. They're in the age group where they could have. Oh, that's what the. F. Let's see. Six years gap. Um, that would make. At him being 18. Nope, they would not have gone to school together. She would have been 12 when he was 18. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, then never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that's fucked. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So that's, you know, uh, that's what I was getting at is pop punk people always have some sort of weird pedo shit going on. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's never a normal crime. <laughs> like, why can't it be... Rob a bank or something. Yeah, like, why can't it be robbing a bank? Or uh, I know when, um, when uh, Justin Bieber was trying to figure out who the hell he was, one of the crimes that he committed was he pissed in a janitor's bucket publicly that's a crime that's a solid crime that's I a like solid that. fucking crime uh when uh motley crew was doing their thing their crimes were trashing hotel rooms and shit until of course that one uh the lead singer uh got in trouble for killing somebody while driving drunk um that was not a solid crime i don't condone that at all uh but caught in a lambo with no license. That's a solid crime. Yeah, that's a solid crime. Or, um... Justin Bieber commits solid crimes. Yeah, yeah. He's good. Does Ed Sheeran have a criminal record? I don't know, but Ed Sheeran's in the face golf club. Do what? Did you not hear about that? No. Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber were drunk, hanging out. And then Justin Bieber's like, Oh, hit the golf ball out of my mouth. So, he just Bieber lays on the ground, puts the little pick thing in his mouth, puts the golf ball on top, and then Ed Sheeran goes to hit it while he's drunk and smacks Justin Bieber in the side of the face with a golf club. That's amazing. That's a beautiful story. <laughs> so, Ed Sheeran does not have a criminal record, but six nope. months ago, he did win a copyright case. Uh, yes. So that's cool. You know how Ed Sheeran got his face scar? His what? Ed Sheeran has a face scar. I didn't know he had a face scar. Well, he has a face scar and a beautiful story behind the face. What's his story? Uh, he says allegedly. But then he also goes to say, I don't know how that story got out. That room was so tight, so it happened. <laughs> So, him and, uh, I think it was John Mayer, or someone like that, some 2000s pop singer. That's and another person. Jumped. That's another person that, uh, uh, did nasty age gap shit, is John Mayer. But anyway, continue. I don't know who it was. Do what? Could have been one. It was one of the two. Okay. Yeah, but anyways, they were role-playing with a couple of princesses. Mm-hmm. And go knight Ed Sheeran and cut him in the face. 
I love that. With yeah, <laughs> he got cut in the face with a sword by a princess. Hell yeah. That's a that's some G shit right there. <laughs> love it. Love it so much. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. I just uh, I I was talking about uh, how nobody seems to have normal crimes. It's always pedo shit. Uh, yeah, and then I looked up if Ed Sheeran had had any crimes, and he does not. Uh, nope. He just won a court case recently, and then yeah, we went there. But uh, Justin Bieber has normal crimes. I wouldn't say they're normal. Well, but he, less offensive crimes. Yeah, he has rich people crimes. Yeah. And then, you know, you look at rock stars, and it's like, why are you always dating underage women? It's like, uh... uh Elvis. Yeah, Elvis. Uh, David Bowie dated an underage girl, allegedly. Uh, that is a massive controversy. I don't know if you ever heard of this. Uh, have you ever heard of Lori Maddox? No. Only thing I know David Bowie from is the fucking Labyrinth. He makes music. That's, yeah, I know, but that's my extended David Bowie knowledge. Ah. Well, um, I only know a little bit about the Lori Maddox situation, but I know a lot more about David Bowie just as a person. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, Lori Maddox... Uh, was a child model and uh, quote-unquote baby groupie in the 70s. And uh, as of 2015, she's uh, a partner and buyer for Glam Boutique, or Boutique in West Hollywood. Uh, She's also known for an interview with Thrillist in 2015 where she made uh, allegations of being involved in sexual relationships with David Bowie, Jimmy Page, and Mick Jagger. Uh, and these are obviously uh, things that would have occurred while she was underage and uh, the musicians were in their 20s uh, although uh, her connection to Bowie and Jagger are both uh, very disputed Uh, but Jimmy Page for sure Uh, her experience has been discussed in the Me Too movement uh, with her story making a shift uh, of the movement's focused from the industry to or the film industry to the music industry, uh, and you know it, it goes on. Uh, her, you know, at age thirteen, she was uh, frequenting a lot of clubs on Sunset Strip with her friend Sable, uh, particularly the Rainbow Bar and Grill, Whiskey Go Go, and uh, the English Disco. Um, apologies for the dogs. Uh, in seventy two. Uh, when the uh, when Zeppelin were in L.A. Uh, in their uh, North American tour, uh, Jimmy Page, which is Zeppelin's guitarist, uh, who was 28 at the time, uh, began a relationship with uh, Maddox, uh, who was 13 at the time. Uh, Maddox claims the relationship began by her being basically kidnapped uh, by uh, Richard Cole, which was the tour manager, uh, and brought to uh, uh, Jimmy Page's hotel room. Uh, according to Rolling Stone, uh, Page went to uh, great lengths to keep the relationship a secret due to it being illegal and quite literally rape. Uh, 
Um, At the insistence of the manager, uh, Peter Grant, uh, Maddox was kept in a locked hotel room with a security guard at the door uh, during their tour. Uh, she did not travel with uh, Zeppelin while they were on tour, but claimed Page stationed himself in Los Angeles and would fly back there to see her uh, between concerts in the private jet, the Starship. And whenever Page returned to England, uh, he uh, Maddox says that she uh, got a call from him every day. Uh, and it went on for two more years, ending in 75. And she ended the relationship when she was 16 after finding Paige in bed with B.B. Uh, uh, Buell, I believe it is. Uh, and uh, Buell uh, gave an alternate version of these events, claiming uh, that despite the fact that Maddox had given herself exclusively to uh, uh, Paige from 14 to 16, uh, she was barred uh, by Paige's security from seeing him uh, once he began dating Buell. Um, yeah. And uh, Lori Maddox says that uh, Led Zeppelin biographer, uh, bi- biographer, is that how you'd put? Pre- yeah, I think so. Uh, have been uh, referenced by the song in the uh, the song "Sick Again," specifically the lyrics, "One day soon you're gonna reach 16, painted lady of the city lies, uh, in the city of lies." Um, Plant says that he wrote the song in general about many underage groupies with whom the band were acquainted. Uh, in their 73 U.S. tour, which doesn't help the case that <laughs> he definitely had had uh, relations with a child in the... <laughs> I wrote about multiple. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's not... Uh, er, that, that was Robert Plant that said that the lyrics were about a bunch of groupies, but... Uh, it worked. Pa- Do what? Their tour manager was outing them that's even worse no their tour manager was peter grant robert plant oh. Ro- robert plant is the singer oh shit <laughs> yeah so two of the led zeppelin group are like yeah no uh it, it wasn't about her it was about every child stuff <laughs> off about led zeppelin do what I knew there was something off about those guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't make a fire-ass song like a Immigrant Song or Black Dog without having something wrong. <laughs> Black Dog's not a good song. Black Dog's a great song. Black Dog has good instrumentals, but really not that good of a song. Uh, to each their own. It's, yeah. it's all personal taste. Song, yeah, music, personal taste, but yeah, not. I'm not a fan of the song Black Dog. Do you like Immigrant Song? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but uh, everyone's Led huh? Zeppelin song. What? Stairway to Heaven. Ah, uh, I don't like Stairway to Heaven. See, that's the more my type of music, though. Yeah. I don't know. It's too depressing. Yeah, well, you know, I'm a depressing boy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, uh, it, it continues on uh, getting off of uh, Led Zeppelin and into David Bowie. Uh, she was 14 when she was introduced to Bowie uh, during his Ziggy Stardust tour. 
when the tour returned to LA five months later, uh, when he performed at uh, the Long Beach Arena in 73, uh, Maddox claims uh, that Bowie's bodyguard was sent to pick her up uh, and her uh, friend Star for uh, an account encounter. Uh, and according to Maddox, she told Thrillist in 2015 that she and Star met Bowie at the Rainbow Bar uh, and, and the three went to Bowie's hotel suite and did it. And uh, Bowie uh, de-virginized her uh, that night. And she also had her first threesome that night. Uh, however, Star gave a conflicting account of the same night, saying she alone uh, had sex with Bowie and that Maddox was no longer with them by the time they were at the hotel. Uh, Maddox also gave a different uh, account for her encounter with Bowie to music journalist Paul Tranka, uh, in which she claimed that she uh, and Star uh, sought out the hotel room that he was in and snuck inside uninvited. Uh, in this account, Maddox claimed that when they found Bowie, he was tired, but they initiated an encounter with him. Uh, and she claims uh, she continued to see Bowie many times in the 10 years after. According to Dylan Jones, uh, Max's account is uh, contradicted by fellow groupie uh, Pamela uh, DeBar uh, in her 1987 memoir, I'm With the Band, Confessions of a Groupie. So that's... Bowie... <sighs> I don't know. For one, I mean, like it says, her account with Bowie changes. Uh, and then other groupies say she was never there. Other groupies say that uh, you know, they were the one that started it and that she wasn't even there. Uh, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, but... Other than that, Bowie has a pretty clean record with underage women. He does, however, have a record of uh, his uh, characters taking over a lot like... Um, uh, who's another one that takes over when they do a character? Uh, kind of like Jim Carrey or... Um, I'm trying to think. Who's the, who's the guy that played uh, Joker? I don't... Heath Ledger? No, not Heath Ledger. The 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 bad one. Bad Joker. Yeah. Uh, not a clue. Uh, thirty seconds from Mars. One. Huh? Are you talking about like the older one? No, the newer one, the newest one. Oh, fuck! I don't know. What's his name? Jay. Hmm. Jay Leno. Jared Leto, not Jay Leno. Jay yeah jay leno has the jay leno's garage yeah 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 yeah, yeah. uh jared leto uh that's yeah. another that's another uh pedo rock star um well, but no suicide suicide squad one right yeah yeah everyone hated him in that movie yeah everyone hates him just in general ass hated him yeah uh did, did you ever uh see the video um He's at a concert, or he's he's doing a concert, and he's wanting everybody to stand up, and uh, he yells at someone who's physically disabled and incapable of. <laughs> not Sounds like... uh, not to laugh, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, laughing at Jared Leto. Oh. Yeah, yeah, not the disabled person, but um, 
yeah uh he got really in uh david bowie got really into his characters and uh i believe his character the white duke uh specifically was a racist person uh if i remember right it could have been stardust ziggy stardust but i believe it was the white duke thin white duke specifically is i think the name racist name (laughs) just yeah (laughs) um uh, yeah the thin white duke embraced nazism uh before becoming an outspoken proponent of civil rights um and uh yeah he he spent uh his station to station tour in 76 performing as an aryan wraith that he called the thin white duke uh the thin white duke became a controversial figure due to its uh, ostensibly pro-fascist statements so it was uh he 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 did the character and he was like uh it, it was um got too into character yeah yeah like he had other characters that were like really awesome like Ziggy Stardust fucking legend but uh Joker I mean Bale his co-stars dead rats yeah <laughs> yeah yeah he he did do that uh, Margot Robbie, I think, was like terrified of him by the end of it, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, he's doing his job. He's the damn good actor. Yeah. But also, uh, I'll that back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's like um, when David Bowie did The Thin White Duke, uh, his character had a whiff of like an Ubermensch Aryan, uh, and Bowie had explicit, uh, explicitly referenced uh, Nietzsche. Uh, which is a German philosopher, uh, when he did uh, The Man Who Sold the World's Superman. Uh, the World's Superman. And um, it, it goes on, but uh, yeah, he never had too much of an issue with that sort of uh, like uh, sexual encounter stuff. It was just Maddox's claims that had a, an effect on his uh, um, history. Because, like, um, we can't prove she's wrong because it's hearsay. Uh, but we can't prove she's right either. Um, anyway. Um, she also alleged to have uh, an intimate relationship with Mick Jagger when she was 17. Uh, there's no uh, reports of him disputing it. But, I mean, it is Mick Jagger. He basically fucked everybody. Um and then she claims to have affairs with Jeff Beck, Ronnie Wood, uh, Mickey Finn, uh, Angelo Bowie, uh, Keith Emerson, Carl Palmer, Jimmy Bain, uh, so on and so forth. Ask the fuck, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't Only know. Do what? 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 What'd you say? I I think I would only believe the Led Zeppelin ones though, because like. <laughs> The other... <laughs> just saying yeah just and then Led Zeppelin's like oh well the song's not about her it's about all the other ones yeah <laughs> and then yeah <laughs> that's uh yeah Who knows? 
Yeah. But the groupie era of rock and roll, that was just a bad time. <laughs> and they're still groupies, what do you mean? Yeah, but, you know, those ones. But you know, it, the the point we were getting at was, you know, people just, I don't know, they they bad decisions, and they just be fucking, yeah. they be fucking kids, and that's not okay. Punk so. rock people missing buckets, and you know, steal Lambos and well, rent Lambos and speed around in them without their license. Yeah, it's like uh, people need to quit being on their R. Kelly, R. Kelly shit. Facts. Yeah. Or Ted Nugent. Did you know... I didn't know this until recently. He had a song... Uh, hold on. Um, what is it called? Jailbait. That's what it is. What? Uh, Ted Nugent had a song called Jailbait. Uh, well, listen to this. Uh, well, I don't care if you're just 13. You look too good to be true. I just know that you're probably clean. It's quite alright. I asked your mama. Wait a minute, officer. Don't put those handcuffs on me. Put them on her and I'll share her with you. Seems like... I don't know. That seems more just like satire. Uh, It's Ted Nugent, though. Yeah, but... I don't know much about him. Mm -hmm. But I mean compare those lyrics to like Eminem lyrics like Eminem literally has verses about him raping his own mother and uh Hillary Duff yeah 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 it just more seems like satire you gotta you can't take lyrical content as literal yeah Uh, but he did uh he did marry a 17 year old okay then probably being serious (laughs) Uh, <laughs> if I remember right, um, he couldn't legally marry her, so uh, he arranged to become her legal guardian. And uh, he they stayed together for about nine years, and then he he said he started to become addicted to girls. <laughs> yeah. That's all I have to say to that. Is yikes. <laughs> uh, and then there's Steven Tyler. Um, yeah. Yeah. Who? Everybody. Everybody fucked Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler was on so many drugs. I don't know if he knows how many people he fucked. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Uh, and. <laughs> The man did so many drugs, he still looks high. Yeah. And he tried to do country, too, I think. He, he sobered up, and then he tried to do country. I haven't heard about his country endeavors, but... Uh... <laughs> uh, but he... Basically... Uh, he, he met Julia Holcomb... Uh, she had just turned 16 when they met uh, at a concert in Portland. Uh, she not she had not been living a good life. It was a whole thing. Uh, her father abandoned her mother, and her brother died in a car accident when she was 13. Uh, so she was pretty broken up. 
uh, and then uh, a 24 year old woman befriended uh, befriended her dressed her in revealing clothing and got them backstage to an Aerosmith concert uh, she re uh, recounts all of this in a 5,000 word essay on LifeSite, uh, an anti-abortion blog with an obvious agenda. Uh, perhaps as a result, she skips the details on how she and Tyler met and skips to her mother granting Tyler guardianship over her so that he could bring her on tour while he was over state lines. Uh, Tyler ended up impregnating her, and by her account, they ended up married. Uh, things soured, however... Uh, he pressured her to get an abortion at five months, one week before the legal limit. She went through with it, moved home, uh, and except for a few phone calls, never heard from him again. Uh, and he, uh, she goes on to say, in spite of everything, I do not hate him, nor am I bitter. Uh, I pray for his sincere conversion of heart and hope, uh, that he can find God. So, Yeah. Don't be a rock star. Don't be a rock star. Jerry Lee Lewis also got in trouble, but... Yeah. yeah. Everybody knows that he's not a clean dude. Uh, he... he Something about he was 22, he married his 13-year-old cousin uh, while still married to another woman. And, uh... Yeah. Uh... It was, uh, uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, in 58, I think, um, when, uh, journalists learned about the whole thing and, uh, the uproar. Uh, made him cancel his tour uh, just as he was about to dethrone Elvis as the king of rock um, so that was a whole thing um, and uh, one of the things that uh, made it really unsettling is when uh, she moved out of her parents house to join uh, Jerry Lee Lewis on tour one of the containers that she had uh, brought with her to pack her belongings was a dollhouse. Uh, and uh, at 14, the couple had a child uh, who died in a swimming pool accident uh, three years later. Uh, and then his infidelity and drug use strained their marriage. They got a divorce in 71. Uh, and then Jerry Lee Lewis, who uh, I think, is he still alive? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, he died last year. Uh, uh, he got married in 2012, and uh, he kept it in the family again. Uh, this time, uh, she was his cousin's ex-wife. So... <laughs> Ugh. Huh? Uh, <laughs> uh, AEW wrestler landed straight on their fucking neck. Oh shit, are they okay? Uh, it's 
to be determined. Who is it? But uh, it's Roddy something. I don't remember exactly who. I'm not too good with these AEW guys. I don't keep up with them too much. But yeah, uh, Roderick Strong. What? Roderick Strong. Probably. Oh. Uh, but right on his fucking neck. Here, I'll send you the posting. Okay. It doesn't say post. It just says yikes. It was. It was indeed him. Yeah. Uh, There's the clip of it. Landed dead on his fucking head. And then, ugh. Yikes. That was nasty. Uh, shit, there it is. Okay. I sent it to you on Snap. If you I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I found it. Yeah, yeah, uh, that is indeed Roger Strong. Um, okay. And he is already in recovery. Uh, he's okay, so... he's in a wheelchair right now. So, uh, what it was? Uh, and he let's see. Uh, he recently took part in an AEW uh, Together Community uh, event, uh, playing basketball in Inglewood. Um, well, an hour ago that happened. Huh? Night. So if he injured his neck twice, that's fucked. Uh, well, what is this? Oh, uh, I don't. Are you sure that happened tonight? Because this yes. is from yesterday. It could have been yesterday but all the clips I'm seeing were posted an hour ago from tonight oh well he already hurt his neck by then yeah because <laughs> uh, this is postings from yesterday and he already had hurt his neck is it from Ring of Honor I well this is from the event in Inglewood uh, yeah I don't but the he one I... he uh yeah, he already hurt his neck. Yeah, no, this this was definitely from tonight. Well, this is Well, I'm confused because that 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 can't that must be he must have that must have and then landed straight on his neck, but it was from tonight's I'm confused. Because he already hurt his neck. That's... Yeah. Because this is this is from yesterday. This is November 17th, 23. Uh, people were already tweeting about it. Yeah. But, I mean, the match I showed you, AEW posted it tonight. 
like today. So I don't know if it took place today, but it was from AEW Rampage, and it was from today. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, the injury well, already happened. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. It could have been a really good fucking angle. Yeah. Like, if they did that as an angle, that was a good-ass angle, but it looked way too real. Yeah. I don't know. I think that the match might have been pre-recorded. You think so? I think so, because uh, at the Monster Kevin, which I think is... that's, I think that's Kevin Owens. No. Kevin Nash? Maybe. That's more like the monster. Kevin. I don't know who it is. Because now I'm looking at pictures and I have no idea who this fucker is. Okay. Yeah. Is but it some old dude? It is a dude with a beard. Gray? No. Oh, then. No. I know who Kevin Nash is. And this is. Okay. Nash doesn't look anything like Kevin Nash used to. Yeah. Uh, I guess he's just a f- important person in AEW. Uh, but Roderick Strong posted yesterday. Uh, uh, could have posted one, uh, one of the many I made hashtag next strong. Uh, see. Fightful was given the following report on the event courtesy of Dr. Hilarious PhD. Uh, um, yeah, no, he's he had the energy or uh, the uh, injury already. Okay. Yeah. So what happened tonight is confirmed, or maybe pre-recorded match or some shit. Yeah. Oh. EW system works. I don't know if they pre-record their matches like how WWE does with SmackDown. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh! Oh, okay. He, my, okay, okay, I'm a dumbass. I'm, uh, I'm the dumbass. Yeah, because I, I'm literally watching it happen. Okay, so here's, here's, here's the thing. Okay. Um, I, when I looked it up and I got what I saw uh, of him being at the event, uh, he was in a wheelchair, and he had a neck brace on. Yes, a a white that. a white neck brace. He wears that all the time. Oh. <laughs> it's a part of his character. He is Roderick yeah. Neck Strong. <laughs> okay, so him in the wheelchair and the brace is just you know. It's character. It's the angle he's pushing. It's yeah, his yeah. Also, Paul White was there, so that's cool. 
Yeah, Big Show was there. That's because Big Show is part of AEW. I didn't know he was a part of wrestling at all. He's signed to AEW. I thought he left. No, he's still in wrestling. He left WWE. Does he still wrestle? Probably. Or he's one of AEW's unused talents. Huh. Is that a lot of them? Yeah. Oh, no, he's he's actually coming back. Okay. Love the big show. Uh, let's see. He is excited about in-ring return, wants to help younger talent, um, and he wants a balls-to-the-wall final run as Captain Insano. Love that. Oh, yeah. Fucking love it. He wants to come back as Captain Insano. Mm. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. He's got the right ideas. Oh, yeah. He knows what he wants. That's he he knows what we want. WWE for him. Yeah, we want Captain Insano. Yeah, we do. Alright. We've been recording this podcast for a long fucking time. Yes, yes we have. Uh, one hour 41 specifically. Okay, so we'll call it there. Alright, yeah. Uh, do the outro. Alright, uh, like, subscribe, don't do a backflip onto your neck like I have, and like, Roger Strong.